from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, guys. This is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Mori and athleticism aren't normally two things that we have ever really discussed on this show. Because they and don't coexist. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but, but damn it, Mori brought me something that is more of an experiment than anything else. Um, and it is the what they call the pink drink effect. Okay. Okay. So they took a bunch of people, they put them on treadmills, uh-huh. right? And they gave them um, clear liquid water to drink that had a little bit of sugar, a little bit of carbohydrates in it. Yeah. Then they gave them the exact same drink, only colored pink. Yeah. And what they found was that drinking something pink triggers something in the brain. It's the sort of feel good effect and it made them exercise harder because really? what they think is that they are actually ingesting something sweeter and something that has more carbohydrates in it. So they found that when running, people were actually able to improve performance by like 5%, a little bit less than 5%. Wow. So okay. it's the pink drink effect. Yeah. So of course, it, this is out of all the things in the world of athletics, Maury brings me the pink drink effect. Hi. Okay. <laughs> so what we're going to do right now is uh, we're going to test this. Okay. okay. So damn it, Maury is going to leave the room, right, Maury? Am I leaving now? Yeah, no, you will You will in a second. Okay. So Moore is going to go out the door all the way down this end of the hallway. Yeah. Then he's going to run all the way around. Okay. And he's going to run back in the studio. You're going to time him. Oh, okay. okay. Then he's going to can drink something pink. Yeah. Okay. And then we're going to try it again to see if he has um, improved at all. Now, when it comes to a pink drink... Yes. Okay, we have options. So I would leave it up to you, Mocha, on what you would like Maury's pink drink to be to try and get that same effect. We have uh, pink lemonade. Uh, and we also have um, strawberry milk. Uh-huh. And we also have Pepto-Bismol. Okay. <laughs> so I think for everybody, I think the clear answer, I was going to say the pink milk, yeah. the milkshake, but yeah. clear, until I saw Pepto-Bismol, right. it's got to be that. Can I offer a third, a second option? Okay. What about if we did pink lemonade, Pepto-Bismol, and strawberry milk? Oh, I didn't know that that was an option. So let's go with that one. All three yeah. is always an option. <laughs> I'll be running really fast to the bathroom. Okay, so we're, we're going to do the first test right now. Then you're going to come back and have a cocktail of pink lemonade, Pepto-Bismol, and uh, strawberry milk. Okay, so you and Shem, out you go right now. Okay, all the way down. All the way down. And you're going to be on the phone with us, okay, while you do it. So put your earbuds in, and you guys go down there, and uh, we'll talk to you on the way. Okay. And then we will let you, and then you let us know when you're ready. Okay. Here's my question yeah, with the we, cocktail. Okay, yeah. A little bit more of the Pepto-Bismol, a right. little bit more of the strawberry milk. Here's my question. I don't even, the, the, the thing that he's doing right now running, it makes, it does, I, I don't even care about this part. <laughs> I really don't. You don't even have to time it. <laughs> it's, okay, because the only thing that I wanted to do was this. I only wanted to do this. I only wanted to have this conversation with you. Should it be pink lemonade, 
strawberry milk and Pepto-Bismol in sort of like three shot glasses laid out where he does one, two, and three? Or should they be all mixed into one cup and he drinks it that way? Mixed. Mixed? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 Is he down there yet? Can, can we? Hi, Dan Amore. Hello. Hello. Hello, Maury. Okay. So, uh, Maury, you're all set to go? Yeah. Hang on a sec. Hang on. Um, so uh, Maury is uh, down the hall right now. He's going to do the full lap of the building and uh, run right back into the studio as soon as he runs back into the studio. Yep. Wink, wink. Yep. Uh, you're going to give him his time, I guess. Sure. Something like that. Okay. Should I be running as fast as I can? Yeah, yeah. Run as fast as you run as fast as you can, man. And then we're going to come in and do the pink drink challenge. Okay. I didn't stretch first. Yeah. Well, let's see. That's here, a you problem. Here, that's a you problem. Yeah. We'll get you. Uh, <laughs> we'll get you lubed up after. Okay. <laughs> All right, so, uh, so, Ready? yeah, so, okay, if you want to count Maury down. Yeah. Ready, Maury? Yeah. In three, two, one, go. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, okay. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you running into a house of mirrors? <laughs> it's like a ghost is chasing you. Know. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Sit, 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 sit. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. 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 That was uh, 23.13 seconds. 23.13 seconds. Okay. Now more. Here we go. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, hand, me, uh, hand me a glass, please. Okay. So here <laughs> is your... He's so gassy after a run. You didn't even drink anything who gets, yet. Who gets that gassy after a, after a run? You okay? How you feeling? I, I wish that was it. Okay. okay. Also, the contraption on Maury's head right now is um, just so he can film it. He's wearing the head cam. Okay, so more. So what's going to happen now is we're going to give you a second to catch your breath. Uh, we're gonna play. A a, we're gonna play a song. We're gonna come back. And yes. what Mocha and I have decided, just so you know, is that the question was. <sighs> The question was, should it be um, pink lemonade, um, strawberry milk, or Pepto-Bismol? Yeah. And what we decided um, while you were running was it should really be all three. Separately. No. Okay. We'll let you catch your breath. <laughs> and then when we come back, we'll continue with the, what's it oh. called? The pink drink challenge? Yeah, it's like, it's like, the, it's like a, the, the, the pink drink experiment, That's really, where they is, say yes. that your, your athletic um, performance will be improved if you drink something pink. Okay. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So this is what? The pink drink challenge? Okay, so this is, uh, according to a new study, if they, they gave athletes a pink colored drink, and they use pink specifically because the brain associates pink usually with things that are sweeter. Yeah. Right? And what they found was they gave athletes two drinks that were identical in sugars and carbohydrates. One was pink, one was not. What they found was if you give an athlete something that is pink to drink, they actually do perform better because the brain thinks that what they've just consumed is actually more beneficial than something that is of clear liquid. So they did this with running. Damn it, Maury already did one lap around the building, back into the studio. His time was what? 23.13 seconds. 23.13 seconds. So uh, Maury, right, how you feeling, Maury? You still out of breath? Yes, Okay. Very so, much so. So when it comes to pink drinks, what we had, the options were um, pink lemonade, uh-huh. strawberry milk, uh-huh. which is also pink, or just straight up Pepto-Bismol. Uh-huh. Very then, pink. Very pink. <laughs> and then so it was decided that it would, in fact, be all three. It was also uh, decided that all three would be in the same glass. I don't know if that's ever been done. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a first for everything. 
Probably. Like bubbly Pepto? I don't know what that's going to be. Bubbly do. Milky Pepto. <laughs> <laughs> well, sounds delicious. Okay. No, so, I wish so, I had a glass. So Mocha, I would ask you this. Okay, uh-huh. if we're dealing with pink lemonade, strawberry milk, and Pepto-Bismol, yeah. what should be the base? Oh, it should go, I know exactly. Okay, please. It should go strawberry milk. Yes. Then the pink lemonade yes. topped off with the Pepto-Bismol. Thank you. Okay, so we're going to start off with, with strawberry milk then. This is and also. I'm just going to tell you. Yeah. I don't, Maury. I don't know where you were keeping these things, but this is the, in the hot, car. This is the warmest container oh of milk God. that I've ever held in my life. Okay, so I'm going to try oh, yeah. and do. It looks so good. One third, oh, one third, one third. What's that lumpy part that just fell out? I don't. I don't know. Okay, so there yeah. is that right there is a one third uh, strawberry milk, yeah. and then you said lemonade, pink, pink lemonade. Uh-huh. Okay, so pink lemonade on top of that. Yeah. Which there we go. Oh, it's fuzzy lemonade too. Oh, this is gonna be carbonated Pepto Bismol. (laughs) Okay. Oh, I gotta wait for the bubbles to go. I gotta wait for the bubbles to go down. Okay, and then here we go. And if you real, if you remember, Pepto gives you this little tiny um, cup as like a a shot glass, as a guide Uh on on how much Pepto to ingest. You're not gonna use that, are you? So here's what we're gonna do with the cup. We're going to yeah. do that with the cup. <laughs> we're going to get rid of it. We're going to throw it right behind us. Okay, so now you want me to top it up with Pepto-Bismol. Oh, yes, please. Oh. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a tick. Actually, this looks, <laughs> if you look, this looks really quite beautiful. You know, this is supposed to help me run faster. Look at that. Can you I see know. the different colors? It's like yeah. a beautiful pink rainbow. Okay, more. You know what? All you got to do is yeah. stick like a little, one of them little umbrellas in it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Beautiful yes. cocktail. Yes. Vacation drink. Thank you. It's okay, like okay, more. So uh, hold on. Let me bring this around to you, Maury. I could smell it from here. Oh, it smells delicious. That looks like a summer drink you get at Starbucks. Dude, this yes. smells fantastic. Yes. Okay, so Maury, so uh, anytime you are ready, um, feel free uh, down the hatch. No, chug it, man. Chug it. This you're is sipping. you're an athlete. Chug, chug, chug. Be an athlete, Maury. <laughs> okay. It's dripping down the side of his face I already. Know. I know. I think he's just now hit the lemonade part. Yeah. He hasn't even got to the milk. <laughs> right? Not even like oh, not even close. No. Why is it burning? That means it's working. <sighs> that's the energy part. That, yeah, that's the part that gives you the stuff. <laughs> Okay, so just to recap, Maury just had a full glass, um, uh, warm strawberry milk <laughs> topped with pink lemonade, topped with Pepto-Bismol. My stomach's fighting with itself. What's that? My stomach's fighting with itself. I think you're going to have a lot more fighting with itself soon. <laughs> okay, Maury, we got to capitalize on this. So uh, out you go. One more run. Mocha's going to time you again. Okay. Let us know when you're there. <sighs> hey, Sham. I know what you're thinking right now. Why the hell did I take this job, right? Yeah, okay. I know. I know. I know. You should hate us. <laughs> All right. Damon Mori, are you at the end of the hallway? Okay. How's your belly feel right now? Feels fantastic. Does it? I think that's the Pepto. <laughs> I guess, right? I guess I guess if you are gonna drink spoiled pink milk, the best thing to have as a chaser is Pepto. Yeah, win win. Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Damon Mori, are you ready? Oh, okay, yes. In three, two, one, go. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, you can hear the Pepto, huh? Yeah. You can hear it. You can hear it. You can hear the... It's coming back. It's coming back. Okay. Okay. How was was that? Oh. 
Oh, 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 oh. Okay, how you feeling now? Oh, God, very tick. Okay, do you think you did better than the first one? No way. No way. Okay, Mocha, what was his official time this time? Uh, 29.34. Oh, I wow. beat it. You, excuse no, me. I, no, I did not. No. <laughs> so again, again, this was, if you would like to try, and I don't know, the, the, it's, the, it's the pink drink concept where drinking something pink tricks your brain into thinking that you were getting something actually oh. sweeter, full of more carbohydrates. So they determined that athletes actually perform better if they drink something that is I did is trick my pink. brain. I felt I went faster. You still have it all over your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> clean yourself up, man. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. You see this picture of Channing Tatum posted of himself naked? I did. What are your thoughts? He's got a good body. He's been working out. It's crazy. Show off also. I know. That may Come be on, the man. greatest photo of a naked man I have ever seen. How many do you think you have seen? Like, so when, you, when you say that you've ever seen, right? Like, I, I, I need to know if this is you saying this is the greatest photo of a naked man you've ever seen because you've seen 10 I've seen hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of thousands. Wow. Yeah. Often the same guy. Right, right, right. But this photo, his body is unbelievable. So he, the guy? He wrote... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who's the, who's, I, I, like, here's who's the, the person I've not seen naked pictures of my husband. I've seen him in person. But who's the person that, you're, that you're looking at <laughs> often naked that is not your husband? Oh, there are pictures that come up of like people that I just, follow. That just pop up. Maureen, I use my phone as much as you do in my I day. Know. Okay. And they don't just come up. They don't. Uh-huh. I mean, it is this about looking. me or is this about Channing Tatum? No, no, no. But they don't. But you're making yeah. it seem like I turn the computer on and then I'm just like, oh my God, there they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hundreds of thousands. <laughs> Hundreds of thousands <laughs> of pictures up, of there he up, is. Up. You again? <laughs> <laughs> don't you know I have work to do? <laughs> right. So explain how they just sort of, they just pop. Up. I mean, they pop up when you go looking for them. Okay. Yes. Who's the guy? What's the name? Oh, I don't know their name. Right. Right. There's a pops and up if when you go looking name, for I'd a joke surprised. in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, so Channing Tatum, he's in a trailer with like somebody else. He's on a movie set and he mm-hmm. wrote, you know, when you're in the makeup trailer, a hole naked, holding a towel over your junk, you about to do some ish on set that you're going to have to prepare your mama for before she see it in the movie. And the what movie's movie? called Lost City of D. No. <laughs> I thought that was a fake Tatum. name. I thought that was a made-up name. No, Lost City of D is uh, what it's called. I think I just found it. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, and then he wrote, he goes, and yes, I'm flexing so hard I got a cramp. Yeah, that's okay. A, that's a, yeah, small font on that part, yeah. by the way. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah, he looks good, though. I wouldn't say he's number one on my list somewhere. Of the hundreds of thousands <laughs> that keep popping up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I imagine it's like a slot machine. Like, Maury just logs on. It's like, ding, 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 yeah, ding, totally. ding, 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 Yeah. Right? Winner, gang, y'all. Oh, God, what a life. I love it. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hey, did you see this picture of Elliot Page? No. By the pool, shirtless and shorts? No. Shredded. Really? Look it up. Mori, come show uh, Mocha the uh, the, the oh. pic. Elliot Page. Where was it posted? Insta. 
He wrote uh, Trans Baby's uh, First Swim Trunks. Oh, yeah, trans damn. Joke. So, okay, now. In the gym, huh? Okay, no, no, hold on. Oh. What? I think I, I think Elliot used to follow my um, my routine when I used to go to the gym all those years ago. Okay, which, is? which was I never did. I never wanted to do an all around workout. It was uh, I found it boring. I never had that kind of time. Yeah. So I would only ever go in and do one thing at a time. Right. Okay. Like I would just just do arms. Yeah. That was it. Well, for how long? For, I don't know, like fifteen minutes, something like that. I okay. was busy. Right. <laughs> so okay. busy. Look at that picture, Elliot Page. Yeah. Okay. I think that Elliot went into the gym and realized that. Um, he responded, his body responded to abs more than anything else because oh, yeah. the abs are dispro disproportionately ripped mm. than the rest of the body. I mean... But he looks great. Do you think they're real, those abs? I or think do you think they're implants? Um... See, it's the way this photo looks. The, the, I know, the it's very so dis, it's so the bottom one, the shadows and everything, because those are like. And I, you know what? I, now that I look at it, I don't think because there's imperfections in them, just like natural abs have, right? Uh -huh. And I don't think somebody would do that through. I don't think so. Because no. I know a lot of people get like I a think lot of Ellie really. Been spending time. Just, just abs though, right? Yeah. Like just abs. And, and then like working, he'll work on everything else now that he's got the abs. Because I think you need a strong core in order to uh, advance your, your, your workout for everything else. I think Maybe he's he only doing. I think he's only doing abs and yeah. hope and hopes that you do so much abs that some of it just spills into the other parts. Like some of it just gravitates towards the shoulders. Like I oh, think there's too much abs here. Too much ab Let here. me give some to the biceps. Thank you. Yes, yeah, some of it drips down. <laughs> some of it drips down to the thighs. Like yeah. I think that that no might be no more leg day for me. No way. Just abs. <laughs> all abs all the time. More. Yeah. Well, whatever he did, I want. Well, just hit the gym, man. Yeah. Obviously, that's that. what he's well, doing. I to get, maybe Elliot used that thing that sort of shocks the abs into place, you know, yeah. that vibrating or, thing. Or just work out. Like, yeah. why? Like, you don't have to. That's <laughs> not the body. Gimmick. That's not the body of somebody who's buying gimmicks off television. Well, whatever works, right? right? Yeah, the yeah. abs are good. I mean, look, I'm I'm a like, little jealous. I, don't get me wrong. Abs are good. I'm all for that philosophy. I'm all for work out one thing <laughs> yeah. and then just hope it hope it spills over. But the, <laughs> the abs like every are day, like 30, 45 minutes every single day. Just abs. Yeah. Or a couple yeah. times a day. Just abs. Yeah. Like watching TV, you hit a commercial break, that <laughs> exactly. entire commercial break, all you're doing is sit ups. Exactly. That's five it. minutes. That's right? all you're doing. And then next commercial break, you're doing like leg raises. Yes. Yeah. That's all oh, no, no, no. Back during the show, you're eating chips and stuff again. No, no you don't. You don't not. use your legs in ab workouts. That's, yeah, you do. That's, no, 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 you don't. That's a leg workout. No, okay. it's not. Yes, it is. That's leg a leg workout. Yeah, no, 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 no. Done enough ab workouts. Have you done bicycles? What I've done all that. That's leg yeah, workout. Right. No, if I'm doing my abs, the only thing that's moving is my abs. Okay, I'm not raising my legs off the ground. Well, that's a leg them? workout. What about a sit up? You're using your entire torso. What? Then how do you do them? You do like you do a sit up. That's it. That's the only thing that you can do for abs. Anyone would tell you that's not as good. <laughs> well, I'm. Listen, <laughs> I didn't. You I didn't know. know that. I didn't know that over the long weekend you started writing for Men's Health Magazine. I am Men's Health Magazine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. What's going on? How's your long weekend? I'm saying it was great. Yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, the weather was... My shoulders are a little gorgeous. sore. I got a little burn. Oh, you didn't SPF? I did. Oh. I did. What's the max but SPF? I used 50. Did you? Yeah, on my shoulders. Okay. Yeah, because I'm just... I'm outside for so long, right? Yeah. But I don't have the the, the uh, dexterity anymore. Mm. The I'm not flexible enough to get spots. 
And I don't like when Catherine puts my sunscreen on. Why? Because she puts it on like I'm a child. Like she, she slaps, right? Like yeah, she's yeah, very yeah. rough. She doesn't but like put put it on her hand and then like rub it on your back? She does, but she's very rough with it, right? Uh-huh. Like it's such a chore for her to do, although she's the only one that hounds me to put sunscreen on. Yeah. But she's just very rough with it, right? She like, should use like a spatula. Something, right? Yeah. yeah like Have a, you guys had, you know those. Um, the rubber ones that you ice a cake with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. I like was that? gonna suggest you know the one the the big one that people use for um like omelets or pancakes or anything like that. Yeah, right. Yeah, or like a putty knife, right? Or that. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Like like let's let's take it from the kitchen to the hardware store here, <laughs> right? Like like something like a putty like knife or like a paint roller, uh-huh. right? Like, yeah. but she doesn't. She's very rough with it, and I always feel like I always feel bad when it's done because Why it's. Why don't you use a spray? I don't like the sprays. The sprays get They're pretty not greasy. Good. Yeah, the sprays aren't good. We yeah. use the spray. It goes everywhere. Yeah, no, no, it's not good. Because if, especially if you, the problem, listen, I'm not going to get technical here, but if you're using one of those sprays, you got to go on the grass because if you're on a deck, that stains the wood for years. It gets everything. Right? <laughs> it, it, it really does. It stains the wood for years. It's a wood ruiner. No, yeah. I don't like the sprays. Um, but you get uh, like the back of your neck too? Yeah, well, she gets all the places that I can't, but then she puts on more than I do. So uh-huh. now I'm patchy and like, it's, I always that's forget not good. to put anything on on this first time when it gets super hot. I always forget to put anything you on. You are and then I get... white as hell today, yeah, man. Yeah, but look at the back of my neck. No, more. you are like, you, you lost color this weekend. <laughs> I was I don't, outside. I don't, like, I, don't know how that, I don't know how that happens. I was outside. I don't know I looked you... at him and was like, nope. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you go. I don't know I'm how you go right through. Here. I don't know how you go through the weekend that we just had coming in looking at, you're blue today. <laughs> I was outside. So, you were not outside. For there's a bit. no way. Yeah, there's like no two way. minutes probably. Yeah, there's no way you were outside today. Outside in the shade. Hey, no, I was. Yeah? yeah? What part of you was outside? <laughs> the nose. <laughs> I even took my shirt off. No, you didn't. Where? Such a liar. Did. Where did you take your shirt I went off? It's my dad's backyard. And you took your shirt off. I took my shirt off. Were you like a cool guy who like didn't take his jeans off, but you you took your shirt no, off? No, full on bathing suit. Oh, bathing suit. Yeah. Oh wow. Was Matthew not there? No. No, of course not. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Feeling good today. Uh, Leafs picked up a win to one. Over the Habs Oof. to take a 2-1 series lead. I'm not getting too excited yet. I'm no. happy for the guys. Congratulations to the team. So Edmonton got bounced in four by Winnipeg. Damn. And that hurts a lot. What'd they do? Like, I think I think Edmonton was like seven and two over the the year against Winnipeg. Yeah. Winnipeg lost their like I think their last eleven games, they were like two and nine. Edmonton's got two of the best players in the world. On their team, and they get bounced at four. Like it's a heartbreaker. Yeah, it's a. But even after all of that, sorry to the people in Edmonton, man. It's a crusher. Congratulations man. to the people in Winnipeg. But of course. that all said, we can finally now get back to doing what unites us all as a country, which is goofing on Montreal Canadian fans. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth, right? <laughs> now that things are settled between Edmonton and and uh, and, and Winnipeg, we can yeah. all get back to doing what we love to do best. Just goofing on Habs fans. Which is what Dammit Mori did over the long weekend, making cold calls to various places in and around Montreal. Oh, no. Sports bars. Oh, no. To get their support. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Hello. 
Hi, is this Bruno's Sports Bar? That's it. This is Damon Mori with the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you feeling today? I'm okay. I, I have something I need you to teach me how to say in French, okay? Okay. Okay, can you teach me how to say, go Leafs go? Okay. Uh, but the, uh, the, uh, yeah, but the, only, the only thing that I know is only go abs go. Yeah, but that's, uh, but that's the wrong thing to say. No, it's not wrong thing. It's not the wrong thing to say because you guys, okay, the Leafs is all fanatic uh, people. I have a gun, a shotgun. Okay, I have a shotgun that if I see a Leaf beside me, I shoot. Oh, wow. that's dangerous. I'm against uh, the Leafs. The call over here, go Leafs go. It's against my law. What law is that? The law of correctness? Uh, no, for this way, it's for me. It's criminal. Oh. Thank you. Bye. I got mad. Hi, is this Trophy Sports Bar? Yes, it is. It's Dammit Mori with the Roz and Mocha Show, and I'm calling to see, is it true that uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs victory party is at Trophy Sports Bar in Montreal? Damn. No, it's not. So it's incorrect that we're going to be celebrating their win there? Mm, you're not celebrating the win here, no. <laughs> oh, then clearly we're celebrating at a different bar in Montreal. Can I get you to say something really quick for me? Uh, we're really quick. Can, okay. you, can you make this make this? Quick? It's the quickest thing you'll ever say. With a lot of energy, can you say, go Leafs, go? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> oh, oh, damn. Hello? Hi, is this the manager of Hooters Montreal? <laughs> yes. Is it true that okay. we're going to be celebrating the Leafs' victory over Montreal there? But who says Toronto's going to win? If I send the balloons that say Toronto beat Montreal victoriously to there, will you put them up for us? Um... A lot of letters for a yeah, balloon. I, know, it's a I don't line. know. It's a to put on a balloon. <laughs> also, who how do you say in French? Go Leafs, go. Uh, it's a team name. You can't say it in French. Okay, so at the top of your lungs, we're gonna go avance Leafs, avance. <laughs> no, we're gonna lose clients. Hi, bonjour. Hi, how are you? I'm good, and you? I'm good, I'm good. Um, I just wanted to find out if you're taking reservations now for the Toronto Maple Leafs victory party. Oh, uh, well, we won't because the Habs will win, so uh, there won't be any uh, party for the Maple Leafs. But because you're wrong, should I make a reservation now just in case? Damn. <laughs> you can have your own party uh, downstairs with the garbage. You want me to party with the trash? <laughs> wow. Well, you are a Leafs fan, so that's where you belong. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> okay, can I get you to say something for me really quick? Of course. Okay, really easy, very easy. Can you just say, go Leafs, go? Oh, uh, no, I can't. Why is that? Sorry. Are you, why? <laughs> okay, I'm going to say it, but just for you. <gasps> really? Yes. Okay. Go Leafs go. Oh, wow. wow. Damn. Look at that. <laughs> go Leafs go. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Brian, how you doing? It's Roz and Mocha. Not bad. How are you? Good. Uh, Brian can't sleep at night because he has a question that he needs answered by you, Roz. <laughs> oh, what I do? Yeah. So pretty much I was, uh, I was just hanging out with my dad over the weekend and he's gotten into to charcoal barbecuing. And so we just kept. Oh, I thought wondering. that was a drug. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, your old man's into charcoaling. What is that? Okay, yeah, go ahead. Charcoal barbecuing. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, so I, I uh, like I take a lot of cooking lessons and 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 try to take everything I can out of your eyes. But like I know we know that you do the the flat top grill and you say burgers should only be cooked on 
on flat tops and whatnot. So mm-hmm. we, we just kept talking and we were just wondering, what do you have in your backyard as far as like, do you do propane? Do you do natural gas? Do you do charcoal? Bro, I got it all, man. You don't even want to. Yeah. You, yeah. Come on. Uh, so I have a big, um, my big sort of main barbecue is propane, right? Yeah. Uh, just cause it's built into everything else. Um, but I rarely cook anything sort of right on the grill. Sometimes I will like yeah. chicken skewers and this kind of thing. Yeah. It's fine. Right. Uh, but mainly I just use the cast iron hot plates on that and use it as a skillet. Uh, then I have a deep fryer. Then I yeah. have two outdoor burners to boil water and fry up things if I'm doing that. Then I have a pizza oven that operates on both pellets and propane. Mm-hmm. Then I have a um, Weber charcoal separate kettle to cook things over charcoal if I want to cook things over charcoal. So I have all the options. Um, I like, to me, if you're cooking charcoal, it's a it's a real investment because it, you can't just go yeah. turn it on and no, then I just know. throw some food on everything you else. You wait like, for it to get to the right temp. And you have to monitor it too, yeah. right? Like you got to really monitor that temp and you got to worry about airflow and you got like all this other stuff. But to me, if you're doing something like jerk chicken thighs, mm. okay, that you've you've already you know had the 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 mindset to marinate them for hours like all this stuff, you got to throw that on charcoal. Mm. Like those have to cook over coals. Treat it right. Treat it right. Um, Get smoke. Yeah. So all that like all that kind of thing, I do right on. I do right on charcoal. Yeah. Um, the 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 propane is great for the quick things when you want to have a barbecue yeah, and it's course. great. Yeah. I use I use the propane. I use the propane all the time. Um, but the but uh, uh, for me the propane grill is I don't. There's two things that most people use the propane grill for to cook that are two things that I don't. Which is I never put a steak on it and I never put a burger on it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, chicken comes out great. It's fine. It gets a little brown. You put some oil on there. You get some flare ups. Tastes fine. It's great. It's awesome. But when you really want to like get down a business, um, I'll I'll fire up the I'll fire up the charcoal, charcoal. all yeah. the way. Yeah, I'll fire up the charcoal. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's some. There's a great. Uh, there's I watched a really great documentary on Netflix of this guy who cooks with only flame, but he does everything. He does desserts. His restaurant is only open flame, and oh, not really? and, yeah, and it says and oh, it's man. and he built all the machines himself to cook things. So the grates raise and lower so you can get closer to the flame. He cooks stuff right in the coals, not even on a rack, but he'll cook stuff right in the coals. And he was oh, t- he's like holding tongs or something. Yeah, just throw it right in there. Oh, yeah, wow. or he, or he'll make a basket out of like banana leaves or something and then put food right in there and throw it right into the coals and like cook something over top of it and like this guy's in this guy's incredible and his technique of cooking his steak is really wild because he breaks all the sort of traditional rules that you see on you know cooking shows and whatnot which is you know don't handle it a lot don't flip it a lot like this guy when that steak hits that grill yeah it does not stop moving Really? He's flipping it and twisting it and turning it. And when it comes off, like it's on a grill, but there's no grill marks. Like the whole thing is just perfectly charred on the outside. Mm. Like he is working this thing like 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 nobody's business. It's really, really wild. And he just, if he wants less flame, he has this big giant crank and the grill, like the grill grate raises and lowers yeah. over the and flame. He like he's, and he built this entire Same. restaurant himself, right? It's a restaurant. 
wow. that he built himself. And everything in there, he cooks over flame. Every single thing, every appetizer, every piece of dessert, everything really? gets gets cooked Damn. over open I'm flame. Yeah, he built all his own tools. Like he built, he built wow. everything to cook over flame. It's incredible. Well, there you go, Brian. Now you can sleep tonight. There you go. No, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Right on, dude. Thanks, guys. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Let's go back 14 years and uh, remember the classic video on YouTube. Pretty much the first viral video. Yep. Uh, Charlie bit my finger. <laughs> Charlie. Charlie bit me. <laughs> Ow! Ow, Charlie! <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Charlie! Yeah. <laughs> Charlie bit me. Charlie bit me. Yeah. Charlie that bit really me. Hurt Charlie and it's still hurting. 2007, <laughs> Charlie bit me. Yeah, you're right. It was the first real viral video. Uh, now the dad, Howard, who was uh, the dad of both Harry and Charlie, the two kids in that video from all those years ago, they've sold that video as an NFT. Basically, they've sold the rights as a non-fungible token. I still don't really understand what people get out of owning these things, but they sold it for an astronomical amount of money, like 700 grand plus, Ooh. and they're pulling the video off YouTube, apparently. So that's the end of Charlie Bit Me. Howard, welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. Say it ain't so. You guys are pulling the video because you've sold uh, Charlie Bit Me as an NFT. Is this correct? Well, I can say no, that's not correct. Oh. That was, uh, <laughs> that was, that was one of the plans. So we, we had agreed that uh, we would delete the video, assuming that the NFT purchaser wanted the video to be deleted. Okay. And if he didn't or she didn't, then we wouldn't take the video off YouTube. Oh, so so you've so, have you sold the video as an NFT then? That's correct. Yeah, yeah. So we sold the video as an NFT, um, and someone now owns the NFT. And we had a quick chat yesterday, and and they're quite happy for the video to stay up on YouTube. Okay, so if the video is still up on YouTube, does it generate income from YouTube? It does. It does. It does. So, so we, as a family, still own the copyright of the video. Okay, so you guys still make the money off ad revenue from the YouTube clip. Then the, the owner of the NFT does not, correct? That's correct, yes. Yeah. So if if they bought it for $760,000, but you guys still own the copyright and the profits from YouTube, what is the benefit for them in owning it? This is what I don't understand about the NFT craze. Maybe, Howard, you can explain that because I know people were really, really hot to buy this, but explain to people what then makes it valuable. Like, where's the value in this for them? Well, it's a bit, uh, it's a bit like if you look at a, a work of art, people... People value works of art, a lot of it based on provenance, so where it's come from and, and who's done what. So, for example, let's say um, a famous art, or, um, artist like Banksy was to create a work of art and then make a copy of it, but also sign that work of art, the copy. Then that copy is associated with the original. It has the signature of the artist, so it is worth things in its own right. But the other value is that that digital certificate sits on the blockchain. And that's really the value because there will only ever be one of those 
on that worldwide distributed ledger. Now, what can they do with it now? Because I know it's it's you and it was your it was your boys and it was your home video and you and the copyright. But what can the owner of the NFT video or the owner the, the I guess the the rights to it? What can they do with it now? Anything? They 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 could put it in they could put it in virtual museums. They could use it for their own news. They could. They could show it off, you know. Show it off, those but it's already on YouTube. <laughs> it's on <free>. YouTube, <laughs> and you guys are still seeing the money from it. Yeah, it's 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 complicated. It's it's not it's not that easy to understand because there's so many different elements. But it's, the biggest element is really is really blockchain. That's that's the new thing. That's the difference. And and this and there is an there is an entry on blockchain, the only block entry that will ever be on blockchain, and that links to this digital copy this digital certificate but how do you see this as ridiculous because i know a lot of people are seeing this whole nft craze as ridiculous i don't know if you saw it but we interviewed a guy who was selling farts but not not even farts but like the idea of a fart and people were people were buying them um this it's it's a bit ridiculous all of this is it not i wouldn't say ridiculous no um if if you look back to youtube when we put our video on youtube we were we were leading the way. YouTube was very new. No one knew about it. No one really thought about putting videos on YouTube particularly. We're now in the same space in NFTs. And NFTs are going to grow. They're going to change. They're going to establish. And these people are taking an early step in NFT. So they are potentially setting the way forward. Things will become clearer and more obvious to us as this as this market grows and things change. We're just at the very early stages where things are still being formed and understood. So the Charlie Bit My Finger NFT sold for $760,000. Are you guys allowed to disclose who the purchaser of the NFT is, uh, which country they're living in, anything like that? So uh, we don't know all of those details. I mean, we only have his, his tag name. And, and so, and so that, that's all we know right now. Wait, are you guys the ones that came up with the idea of selling it as an NFT, or did somebody approach you and say, here's the idea, here's how much you could potentially make? Uh, we, we we went to people because we thought it was a good idea. Gotcha. Yeah, we were embracing the tech, yeah. Good for you. You're a hell of a dad, man. You accidentally, you know, set your family up, you know, with a, a brilliant revenue stream, and now that everybody's older, you're still being a hell of a dad, and you sell this thing out for $760,000. I don't know what you're doing with the money, but I hope your family is extremely Extraordinarily happy. They are, and thank you very much. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie bit me. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hi, Alexandra. It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, Roz and Mocha. How are you? Good. How are you today? I'm doing great. So you got problems at work, huh? I'm really underpaid, and my boss has no respect for my time. Ooh, so you wrote us this. Yeah, hey, Razamoka, fix my life. My boss keeps pushing me to change my hours and schedules me for shifts without running them by me. Today, for example, 30 minutes before I got into work, he told me uh, I started at 3, but I typically start at 5. When I was asked about it, he said, oh, sorry, I meant to tell you, but it slipped my mind. Do I quit and forego my reference from him or suck it up and work? So is this like yeah. a, a regular thing? This has been happening? Yeah, it's happened like three times, mm-hmm. um, like that exact situation. What kind of job is it? It's just tutoring. So when, how long have you been there? Uh, I started in September last year, so like a year almost. Is your schedule normally set or do you work on like a fluid schedule that changes from time to time as far as when you're working? You have the same hours every week because it kind of depends on the kids' hours. 
if my shifts are five to six, like they're five to six for the whole month or like ongoing. Like five to six, you mean like five, like one hour? Yeah, they're only one hour shifts. <laughs> okay, so what do you do for the rest of your hours in a day when you're, do you, like, do you work another job? Yeah, so I just got a second job in the school board um, and my boss is actually my reference. And I do that during the day, which is why it was such a big deal that he changed my hours because I'm at school till 3.30. So it was kind of rough to try to make that work. What's your relationship like with him? Like, he's nice, but lately he just kind of, with the whole pressuring me to take new hours and stuff, I just feel like there should be boundaries. So I'm kind of... So what conversation have you had with him? I'm not. You, you oh, haven't. I, you haven't. But this is now the third time, Alexandra, that he switched up the schedule without telling you and then getting upset with you. I don't see that there's anything wrong with you talking to him and saying, hey, here are three times where you've changed the schedule without telling me this should be a discussion uh, beforehand. Like I've told him, like when he said it that day, like, the recent time, um, I was like, can you not do that in the future? Because, like, this is my situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last time it happened, one of the parents actually got really upset with me um, because they thought it was my fault. So when he, if you're supposed to start at 5, right, and then, yeah. and then he changes it to 3, how is he expecting you to know that? Well, he messaged me in the morning and told me. I guess that's how. <laughs> and, then, and then did you get that message? Like, because I was already on my way to my other job, right? So luckily, like, I was able to, if I wasn't working, like, it wouldn't have been an issue. But because I have this new job, it was, like, a pain in the, yeah. But did you tell him that you're unavailable to switch because you got a new job? I asked him, like, I told him, I'm like, hey, um, I, like, start, finish work at 3.30, so can you not do that in the future? No, 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 no. Um, before, I- before he started messing with your schedule, did you tell him, hey, just so you know, I'm starting this new job with the board, you can't jack with my schedule because I won't be able to do anything before 5? He was my reference, <laughs> so he does know that, yeah. I don't know. So how did you go all day without seeing that message? Uh, no, I, when I say 30 minutes before my shift, I mean 30 minutes before my morning shift, like, for my school no, I know, but what but, Raz is saying is is you got the message in the morning, right? Right. And at that point, did you message him back saying, hey, I'm working my other job until 3.30, so I'm, there's no way I'm going to be able to make this appointment? Uh, I did not. Um, why not? I said I'll figure it out. But why not, though? I'm a people pleaser, kind of. You, you have to stop being so, one, you have to stop being so agreeable and worrying about your boss's feelings and not rocking the boat. Like these are scheduling and stuff like this are just normal conversations that happen between normal people who work together. And, okay. and you can't sidestep or like walk on eggshells when it comes to this stuff. Um, you just have to be straight up and up, fr- and up front because what it looks like to him is that he sent you a message, gave you clear warning in the morning what time your shift was starting, and then y- he didn't hear from you, and then all of a sudden it's his fault. Yeah, maybe he made a mistake, but, you know, it, this is still on you to him, right? Uh, you got to have a conversation with your boss. Like, you, got, you have to be able to sit down and talk to somebody. You can't just keep leaving jobs and bailing on references every time something doesn't go well. 100% your way. You have to have these conversations. Okay. I'm glad you said that. Like, I didn't really want to quit, um, but like, it would have been the easier thing to do rather than 
confrontation. Don't do the easy thing, man. Mm-hmm. Do then, the do the thing that's right. Then you're just running away from it, and if you encounter this problem somewhere else, what are you going to do? Run away from that, too? Right? Okay. Yeah. When, no, when, that wouldn't be good. Okay, moving forward, you need to say, you need to ask yourself this question, okay? When you're about to make a decision like this, because you feel that it's easier to walk away than risk any sort of confrontation, you have to ask yourself this question. Am I doing the thing that is easy, or am I doing the thing that is best? Because if walking away is best for you, then walk the hell away and no regrets. But if walking away is easiest, then you're making the wrong decision. Okay. So do I just like call him and yes. say, hey, like, yes. can we talk about this? Yes. And have, and, have, and, have it all, and have it all laid out. Don't be confrontational at all. Be like, oh my God, man, hey, listen, we got a lot going on. It's so difficult during COVID, all of this stuff. I got this other job I got to do. I'm doing an hour for you a day. It is, I, my schedule is not your problem, but what I want to do is just let you know where I'm at. And so hopefully we can make this all work because realistically, there's no way that this shouldn't all work. And I don't want to put all my problems on you and then you have to sort of change your life around me but if we could work together on this it would be incredible because i don't want to miss appointments i love these kids i love this job i just want to make things run a little bit smoother for both of us when you say things it just sounds so much easier than whatever i thought in my head okay well then take a shot of vodka or something before you do it i don't know get get a white claw in you okay <laughs> I'll get my liquid courage out. Yes. Alexandria, you got some options there. (laughs) Thank you guys for calling. Bye-bye. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Let me tell you this wild-ass story of a way, the way, this woman found out that her husband was cheating. Oof, these are never good. So the question was posed on TikTok where this person said, hey, reveal the insane way you found out your ex-spouse was cheating on you. So Amy Addison replied and said this. So about a week before our 10th wedding anniversary, I was in my office looking through the newspaper. They would publish birth announcements. So I see my husband's name and some other female's name. (laughs) Know it's his name because it was an unusual name. So I look at the hospital website where they had also would post pictures of new babies. Typed in his name and her first name. Sure enough, they had a baby boy a few days prior. But not only that, they had a baby girl about a year and a half before that. Isn't that crazy? Yes. Man, when these guys start living double lives, that's so stressful to me. How do you pull that off? How do you pull off the double family? Could you imagine with everything that you have going on at home? Yeah. That you also have to juggle your pregnant other wife who your current wife doesn't know exists. I'm glad you asked. How do you do that? Because this woman who found out that her husband was cheating from a birth announcement in the newspaper. Yeah. She started getting inundated with questions. Yes. One of the questions was, did you see any red flags? Yeah. He always had to park his car in the garage all the time with the door closed. And initially I just thought like, okay, he has a nice car. He doesn't want it to get messed up. But even if we were stopping by the house for 30 seconds, he had to park in the garage. Um, He changed the garage door from windows to a solid door. Can you believe that? Wow. But what about... But even still, though, like even still, I don't understand how you 
do that? Like, how do you pull that? Like, you... Did the other woman know about her? Probably oh. not, right? Well, one of the questions she, she was asked was, yeah. did you confront the side chick? Okay. And the answer is yes. Um, yes, I had talked to her twice. The first time I had called her during that first week that I was staying at the hotel, um, I was obviously hurt and upset. Um, I told her that I would always be the wife and she would always be the other woman. And she was like, yeah, I'm okay with that. I've been doing it for five years. Oh, so she knew. What? Mm -hmm. The second time, um, she had been telling my ex-husband that I was stalking her and harassing her at her job. And he had called us both on three-way. And she was like, yeah, you're harassing me. You're calling me a job. I'm like, I don't even know where you work. None of that is true. Um, so those were the only two times. So she brought up uh, when she was staying at a hotel. And... And the reason why she was staying in a hotel is because right after she found out that her husband was cheating, yeah, when he was at work and he didn't know that she knew, right. she packed all of her stuff and all of their kids' stuff yeah. and checked into a hotel. Fair enough. And she was asked if she then confronted the husband or how she confronted him or let him know that she knew that he was cheating. Right. So I spent that whole day Wednesday um, working on my strong female CSI skills and found out where this girl lived um, and some more deets about her. So on Thursday, after I settled into the hotel, I drove past this girl's house and lo and behold, his car was sitting in front of her house. So I went oh. back to my house. I packed up all of his clothes in trash bags, um, as much as I could fit, and drove it over to oh. this girl's house and dumped all of his clothes, suits, Jordans, <laughs> like <laughs> lots and lots of clothes not the all over his car. No. Mind you, it was pouring down raining oh. um, with an anniversary card. So again, this is a woman on TikTok who said she found out her husband was cheating on her because of a birth announcement in the, in the newspaper, newspaper that he had with another woman. And that wasn't even their first kid together. No, the oh, second. Oh my God. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. In your head, if I said to you, yeah. describe the perfect burger. Oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah. So give me like like stack it. So give me the give me what you think because they asked people what the perfect burger looks like, mm -hmm. and there's clear results on what the top sort of accoutrements, fixings mm. on a burger that yeah. people universally agreed on. And then there's some other jibber jabber in here that will uh, that will get to you. So so tell me your perfect burger. What does it look like? So I would use the Martin's bun. Okay, yeah. Uh, I would use like a two to three inch thick burger. Okay. Cheese, bacon. I got to have mayo on it. I got to have mustard. I got to have ketchup. And maybe a little bit of hot sauce. Okay, Maury. Okay, I love the PC thins where it's a really, really thin bun. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it doesn't take away from the taste of the meat. Okay, just My, get to the toppings. Okay, so in the but in the burger I have garlic, parsley, and cheese. What do you mean? In the patty? Like in the patty. Oh, you're disgusting. Okay. Okay. Um, Get to the I, toppings. Okay. Ketchup. <laughs> Stop ruining burgers. Ketchup. <laughs> Come on. Relish. You're not making meatballs or a meatloaf. My you're dad told me this. It's fantastic. No, it's not. 
I love your dad and all, but... You're wrong, Frank. He still cooks like a single father. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. There's a lot of single dads. Okay? There's a lot of single dads that, yeah. that whip it up in the kitchen. They so, do. They know their thing. So what but... are the fiexins? Okay, what are the fiexins? <laughs> you have relish, yeah. uh, you have ketchup, and you have mayonnaise. Uh-huh. And then I have a pickle relish. and then some cheese on top. Relish. Okay. What about you, Okay, Ross? so... Uh, you pretty basic, right? Yeah, I'm, my, my burgers are basic. So it's a straight up burger, just salt and pepper on the burger. Um, processed American cheese. Yeah. That's the only cheese that ever belongs on a burger. For me, it is lettuce and mayo or lettuce and homemade mac sauce, which yeah. I always have a container of in the fridge. And that's it. Okay. To me, that's the perfect burger. What kind of mustard do you use? Do not use mustard. Um, I use mustard in my mac sauce when I make it. Okay. So here they say are America's favorite burger toppings in order. Go. Cheese. Bacon. Mm. Lettuce, mm. raw onions. Mm. Nah, no, skip, pass. Tomato is in fifth place. Oh, wow. No mention of pickles. Mm. Interesting. No mention of pickles. 46% of people also said that their perfect burger would need to have ketchup. Mm-hmm. 43% of people said the same thing about mayo. Mm. To me, that's a big number of mayo lovers on a burger, yeah. which I love. Uh, way low on the list was mustard. Really? Maury, yeah. I love mustard. Uh, favorite type of cheese is processed American cheese. And what about the bun? Um, sesame seed buns uh, rank first oh, yeah. with, with 20, is that like with 24%. Like a basic bun. Like a basic, yeah, like a basic bitch bun, Maury. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, yeah, uh, so the Friends Reunion is now streaming. Mm-hmm. Everybody's talking about it. Uh, there's a lot that we did know going in because they they already revealed all the sort of big guest stars, Bieber and Gaga and BTS and everything else. But you didn't really know what they were doing with them. Uh, I guess the Gaga cameo was one of the, the highlights of the show, which is if you're a fan of Friends, you are a fan of um, Phoebe and Smelly Cat. Oh, my God. Smelly Cat. <laughs> Smelly Cat. So Phoebe comes out, Lisa Kudrow. And uh, has a guitar, and she does a little smelly cat. Smelly cat, smelly cat, what are they feeding you? Smelly cat, smelly cat, it's not, not your, your fault. So there we go. And then um, the place erupts in applause because you're like, okay, so what do you do with smelly cat at this point? How do you how do you improve on smelly cat? Yeah. Which is very difficult to do. Uh, so you just bring out Lady Gaga. No. Hi. It's so weird because I was walking down the street and I just had to uh, have my guitar. Yeah. Oh my God. You need some help? Yeah. I mean, I think so. I love Smelly Cat. It's one of my favorite songs. Oh my God. You mind if I? Oh please. Take a Smelly Cat for a spin. Yeah, that would be great. All right. <clears throat> smelly cat. Oh, wow. Smelly cat. <laughs> what are they feeding you? Smelly cat. Smelly cat. It's not your fault. <laughs> okay. Now you're just showing off. Not bad. Was it okay? Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, it was really, really good. Thank you so much. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. And one of the um, things that nobody knew 
even diehard Friends fans, if, unless these stories came directly from the cast members who were there at the time, mm. um, you wouldn't have known them. And they had a lot of stuff come out during the special, which is really great for fans. Like there was a lot of fan service as far as what are some things that we don't know, even though we all think we know everything about the show, but also about the cast. Yeah. And one of them were they revealed Jennifer Aniston and David Schwimmer. Yeah. Before they got together on the show, yeah. were crushing on each other hard in real life. No. Yes. First season, we I had a major crush on Jen. Um, I and there and I a, think we both at some point we were both crushing hard on each other, but it was like two ships passing because one of us was always in a relationship. So, and we never crossed that boundary. You know, we respected that, and but we both. Both. Ross and Rachel in real life, huh? I just remember. That's true. Honestly, and I remember saying one time to David, it's going to be such a bummer if the first time you and I actually kiss is going to be on national television. Oh, damn. Sure enough. First time we kissed was in that coffee shop. (gasps) Hang on. But so So we just channeled all of our adoration and love for each other into Ross and Rachel. Are you blowing anyone else's mind? Oh no. You think Ross was like a bad kisser? That's why Jennifer Aniston was like, mm. <laughs> let's just keep it here. Yeah, this is just for the show. This is we'll leave this one. This on can't the stage. cross over into real life. <laughs> no. And then and then the big question was, uh, do they get into whether they were on a break or not? Everybody answered. Were they on a break? Okay, so were they on a break? Were Ross and Rachel on a break? Absolutely. Yes. 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 We, yeah, we were on a break. <laughs> you don't sound convinced. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. The uh, the Friends reunion special, it's yeah. great, yeah. is uh, is yeah. streaming now for you. Available. Uh, yeah, there you go. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. We watched Cruella yesterday, last uh-huh. night. And right? Is it God good? Damn that movie! It comes out tomorrow. Is, I'm telling you, man. And I don't care what the, the other reviews say. I know it's sitting at like 70 some odd percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I haven't looked at any of the reviews. What are people saying? They I like it? loved it. Okay, like, good. I, like, like, I didn't just love it. Yeah. Like, I loved it. Is it a long movie? Yeah, it's like 2.15. It could wow. have been like 1.45. They got to chop the half hour out of it. Wow. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but Cruella is... It is the perfect mix of like the Joker uh-huh. and Devil Wears Prada. Really? It is. First I've only of all, seen one out of the two. Guess which one? Yeah, Joker. Devil Wears Prada. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, it's one of the best fashion movies I've seen in years. Is it? Yeah. Like it's so. It's, it's so. Be. But it's so much about. And I don't. I don't. I don't mean just the costumes. Like to just look at the movie. The movie is about fashion. Right? Oh, okay. It's about a like a design house uh-huh. 
And a young Cruella is sort of like interning kind of thing at this design house, this big, like fantastic. Um, it's like a Gucci kind of thing wow. in, the, in that it, world. I can't remember. Does it take place in current times? No. No, right? it starts in the 60s and it runs through the mid 70s, I think. Okay. okay like 74, okay. 75 kind of thing. Uh, but it's, it's a fantastic fashion movie. Like it, it's like more so even than The Devil Wears Prada. Like it's, Wait, so you guys watched that movie last night? Yeah. Until what time? Uh, the movie finished when Rocks went so like 9.15 kind of thing. Oh, okay. And then Catherine decided to watch something else. And then we just hung out for a little while watching other stuff. And then I was doing some work on the computer. And then, I don't know, 11.15, 11.20 happened. And oh, I was like, oh my God, God. I got to go to bed. Um, but yeah, but Cruella is so enjoyable. Like yeah. it's so enjoyable. It, it, it gets kind of messy on like the last 20, 25, whatever. Yeah. Um, but up to that point, it's one of my favorite movies that I've seen in a few years. Wow. Gar- like absolutely. They put together the best soundtrack to a movie really since like Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, and Emma Stone is so captivating and mind-blowingly vicious yeah? at times, even wow. when she's being sweet. I um, love Emma Stone. It's uh, so good. It, watch it. Like I know, I know it's no, thirty. I know, it. I know yeah. it's like whatever it is, like thirty bucks to watch on a television at home or something yeah. like that. And I know on you're Disney sort Plus. of like on the fence about it, but watch no, it. No, like, I'm not. You're not. Okay. Oh no. Okay. Corolla's definitely one that yeah. I'm gonna. Bro. Like I already have Disney Plus, but I'll pay the thirty dollars to watch Dude, it. Dude, it's so good. It's so good. Corella is so bloody yeah, enjoyable. Yeah, good. Yeah, I'm happy. It's so enjoyable. Good. It's great. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Uh, hey, Mocha. Yeah. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha show and kiss 92.5 news break. Uh, Prince Harry, um, his partnership with Oprah, they just released their doc, The Me You Can't See, which is their sort of mental health uh, initiative. And um, in it, Harry talks to Oprah and there's therapists involved. Uh, this is the one with Lady Gaga as well uh, and a whole bunch of other people. But um, this is going to cause more of a problem with Harry's relationship with the royal family than even that initial interview. Oh, did. really? Yeah. Harry really gets into it here. So this is Harry going into greater detail. Um, with Oprah about how the royal family treated them when they went to higher-ups asking for help with Megan and her depression and suicidal thoughts. I felt completely helpless. I thought my family would help. But every single ask, request, warning, whatever it is, just got met with total silence or total neglect we spent four years trying to make it work we did everything that we possibly could to stay there and carry on doing the role and doing the job wow and then he um, goes into detail about the night megan told him that she was suicidal and explains why she didn't follow through in the quiet of night these thoughts woke her up the thing that stopped her from seeing it through was how unfair it would be on me after everything that had happened to my mum, and to now be put in a position of losing another woman in my life with a baby inside of her, our baby, I'm somewhat ashamed of the way that I dealt with it. And of course, because of the system that we were in and the responsibilities and the duties that we had, 
we had a quick cuddle and then we had to get changed and to jump in a convoy with a police escort and drive to the Royal Albert Hall for a charity event. Oh my God. And within wow. that, we have time. Well, well, I want to play the Lady Gaga clip for you as well. Um, mm -hmm. So within that same uh, Apple TV Plus um, mental health docu-series, uh, The Me You Can't See, uh, they talked to Lady Gaga and she was in the trailer, but you didn't really know from the trailer what Lady Gaga was going to be discussing. Yeah. And um, during the, during the docu-series, Lady Gaga goes into detail about being raped by a music producer when she was just 19. Listen to this. Oh, wow. A producer said to me, take your clothes off. And I said, no. And I left. And they told me they were going to burn all my music. And they didn't stop. They didn't stop asking me, and then I just froze, and I just... I don't, re I don't even remember. <laughs> oh, my God. And I will not say his name. Right. What? Yeah. Yeah. So this again, this is the uh, we knew that the partnership between uh, Meghan, Harry and Oprah, that they were working on this series. Yeah. Um, the Me You Can't See. And uh, it's on Apple TV Plus, And um, it's like it's incredible. The depths that people are as in those individuals as well as Lady Gaga and everybody else into it are going to sort of talk through their issues that they've had with yeah. abuse, neglect, um, sexual assault, and of course, uh, mental health. So uh, again, it's the me you can't see. It's on Apple TV plus. This is the Roz and Mocha show podcast. Uh, Drew Barrymore show. If you haven't seen a lot of Drew Barrymore show, it's really interesting. She's sort of out on an island on her own because she's not a sort of trained talk show host kind of person, but she's just built this show. And there's moments of greatness in it. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that Drew does that nobody else has really done that has lived a great showbiz life and then they sort of go into broadcast television is they really open themselves up to a lot of the inside stuff that you would never know went on in that world or with that person. And if you haven't seen the episode where she brought Tom Green on and they had this really awkward but really beautiful conversation with each other because they were married. I, you and know, I completely forgot that they, they were, were married. Yeah. And this was, I think, the first time they had seen each other or talked to each other in years, like over oh, wow. a decade. Yeah. And he went on her show and they just had this really awkward conversation between two people who used to be married but still have a lot of love for each other. Like it was, it was wild. It was beautiful. Yeah. But it was, uh, it was, it was something else. And she had Hugh Grant on yesterday. And they have a history too. So they did a movie together in 2007 called Music and Lyrics. But it was one night in a bar that Drew decided to tell the story about. One of the moments that I had some of the most moxie, um, and I don't think we've ever talked about this. I walked into, uh, I think it was like the Waverly Inn. And this was years ago and I'd had a few drinks. Yes. <laughs> And I walked in and I ran into you and instead of saying hello, I grabbed you by the collar and I fully started kissing you. <laughs> yes. What? <gasps> no. I remember that. 
Can I do your? Can I do you of what I saw? Yes, yes, please. You at shock face? I don't think that's true. But it, you were like, oh, that like the the expression was, you've never greeted me that way before. And then, and then you like had a second thought, and you were like, you know, I'm not hating this. And then, <laughs> oh. um, and then we flirted, and then it was like we were like, okay, yeah, bye, see you soon. <laughs> it was really bizarre. I was very drunk as well, and I was with some very nice but not drunk studio executives from LA. No, <laughs> they were very surprised. Someone said, "Oh, there's Drew Barrymore." I get up to say hi, and then we make out for 10 minutes. And then I sit down again, and we go on talking about the script. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, Drew Barrymore is so lit on yeah. that show, man. And you know what? Like, That's why people love her. I she know. Just, yeah. She just says stuff. Yeah. She, like, just gives real talk yeah. about her life. That's After, amazing. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of show, show stuff, but every now uh, and then when she gets into sort of, like, her past with stuff like this, it's just, wow. this is what sets Drew Barrymore, uh, what sets her apart, and uh, you love her for it. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You watch Army of the Dead this weekend? I love that movie. Yeah. So did, long. Did your wife watch it? Nah, nah. nah. That was a me yeah, only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Catherine hated it. I oh, did she really? It. Oh, she yeah, it was so not her kind of thing, man. Yo, uh, why? Are we going to get like Snyder cut now? No, but um, so Tig Notaro in the film Helicopter Pilot. Yes. Tignataro replaced Chris Delia. So Chris Delia, Delia was the, the the stand-up comic who so principal photography on Army of the Dead happened in July 2019. Mm-hmm. Allegations against sexual misconduct surfaced from Chris Delia in June 2020. So Principal photography was oh. a full year beforehand. Comedian, right? Yes. So he Chris- was in season two of You. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah. yeah. So they had to digitally replace Chris Delia in the movie. So if you watch no. Army, if you watch Army of the Dead, yeah, um, Zack Snyder just did an interview with uh, I think Vanity Fair talking about how it cost a few million dollars to digitally replace Chris Delia. So Chris what? Delia did all those scenes. Then they said, we're not having him in the movie. And Netflix went along with it and they ponied up the money and yeah. they digitally replaced um, Chris Delia with Tig Notaro. But Tig Notaro is a cancer survivor and very high risk for COVID, which meant that during any reshoots, Tig could only shoot alone. So everything that you see in that movie, Army of the Dead with yeah. Tig Notaro, she shot all of those scenes alone. With nobody else with her. Okay, but then there are scenes where... Like, she's walking, like, with Dave Batista and they're having a full conversation? Yeah, they're all, like, together together. Yes, yes. It's wild. I I, I watched the movie and I didn't even know. I knew that she replaced Chris Delia, but after I watched the movie, I I thought that maybe they had enough time where they could just reshoot things. Yeah. But no. Um, Well, listen, the movie was, like, two and a half. Right. So... I believe you. Yeah. I'm not going to go back and watch now. No, me neither. Just to see all those scenes. It was a great movie, though. I liked it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. After uh, Drake's big win at the Billboard Music Awards, Mm -hmm. he rented out the Sophie Stadium in Inglewood. The Sophie Stadium is where the Rams and Chargers play, like an yeah. N- like an NFL sized stadium. That's your after and party. Set up a party on the fifty yard line with like champagne towers and bars and everything. Champagne poppy, bro. 
I know. It looked insane. Like when you when you want to throw a party, but you have to make sure people can social distance and do all that other stuff. It's like, where am I going to do it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, football field. Yeah, a stadium. <laughs> Come on. Did you see on, uh, on Saturday, he posted a video on IG yeah. where he played like 80 seconds of a new song called Fair Trade. Oh, did he? How yeah. is it? It's good. I like it. Here, let me play a little bit of it for you. Hey, feeling young, but they treat me like the OG. And they want to tee on me, I swear he's nosy. Said he put some money on my head, I guess we gon' see. I won't put no money on his head, my told me. I gotta be single for a while, you can't control me. Uno those traits in a race, they can't hold me. So, and I, I don't know, hopefully we're getting closer so to the release of Certified mm-hmm. Loverboy. Um, the weird thing about the Billboard Awards is that they're not, there's like no, it's not like an academy or anything like that. It's all based on sales. So yeah. even though they banned Morgan Wallen from the show, he still had to win three awards, right? Oh, for so, real? So yeah, he he won like three big, huge, like I think it was like top country male artist, well, top yeah. country artist and top country album. Because after um, that controversy, his album was like number one for yes, like eight, nine weeks. That's the thing is that this actually helped all that. Numbers don't lie. No. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, where are we here? Oh, uh, East Side by uh, Halsey Khaled and uh, Benny Blanco. Mm. So uh, there's a band called Constantine Lois, I think the name is. I don't know. Uh, they say that that song is a direct ripoff of a song that they wrote in 2015 called Loveless. So here is a little bit of East Side from 2018. Beautiful song. I love this one. When I was young, All right, now let's go to Loveless. Let me see. I'll be the judge. Oh, yeah, that's the same. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah. come on. Right here, this? Yeah. Like, that is exactly the same so, as this. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's just like an octave higher. Thank you. Uh, in their lawsuit, they point out that an interview where uh, Benny Blanco admitted that he listens to 10 or 12 new artists every day for inspiration. And they think that he stumbled across their song at some point and lifted parts of it for East Side. Um, so uh, there Which you go. Which parts? The entire? <laughs> Which parts? <laughs> the entire part of the song? Like the beginning, yeah, middle, and the end? I know. That's rough, huh? That's Come a rough on, guys. one. That really, have to pay up. that really sounds like uh, almost. It I, sounds almost like identical. it's exact. Listen. Come on. Right? And then you have this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's very close. Yeah, same Z's. Same Z's. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. So Ellen DeGeneres. As we know, she's had a terrible year. So in 2017, Ellen DeGeneres bought a house up in Montecito. Montecito is just outside of Santa Barbara. Okay. One of the most beautiful places on the face of the earth. This is where Oprah lives. This is where Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom live. This is oh. where um, Harry and Meghan live. This is where everybody lives. So uh, Ellen DeGeneres in 2017 bought a house up in Montecito for $7.2 million. Ooh. Then she sold it a couple of years later to one of the guys who founded Tinder. 
Okay. She sold it for 11 mil. Oh, good for her. Then this guy put it on the market a couple of years later, like a year later, and got no buyers. Now that Ellen is ending her show, I guess she wants to go back up to Montecito. Oh, no. And be Oprah's neighbor again because the properties butt up against each other. Oh, no. So Ellen bought this house in 2017 for 72 Sold it a year, two years later for 11 mil. She just bought that same house again for 14.3 mil. Oh, Ellen. (laughs) Poor math. Okay. (laughs) That sucks. She bought the house in 2017 for 7.2. She just bought it again in 2021 for 14.3. Damn. For the same house. Oh, what you doing? I know. Right? Then you got to refurnish the place. I know. Right? Like because all the, the stuff. The, the, the furniture you bought for the place yeah. in 2017 is specific to that location. Thank you. Right? Uh, to that home. And then you would have sold or got rid of it or yeah. whatever for your next home. And now you're going back and you're like, oh, I should have. Also, storage. you're going to go in and start cooking dinner on those counters after the guy who has all the cheat codes to Tinder lived there for a while. Yeah, imagine how much swiping was happening there. Thank you. Bruh. Thank you. I'm going to swipe it on this, and then I'm going to swipe it on this. Yeah, swipe I'm it gonna, all over I'm here. swipe it all up and down the banister. Don't even go to the basement. Nope, I swiped it all over the basement. <laughs> <laughs> right? No chance. Yeah, also, you're going to need a new pool. <laughs> uh, truth. <laughs> truth. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Saturday Night Live. So they may lose five cast members this year, which is huge. What? Like people getting fired? No, people leaving. Oh. So it's looking like, as far as the story goes, that Keenan Thompson, A.D. Bryant, Cicely Strong, Kate McKinnon, and Pete Davidson will all be gone. Veterans. Veterans. Keenan Thompson's been there 18 seasons. Yeah. Insane. seasons. He's like one of my, he's probably one of my favorites on that show. Kate McKinnon, 10 seasons. Oh, she's uh, my favorite. Aidy Bryant and Cicely Strong, eight seasons. Um, Pete Davidson, how long has Pete Davidson been there for? At least five, right? Yeah, something like that. At least, at least five, at least five seasons. But they all did things during the show on Saturday that alluded to the fact that they might all be leaving. Oh, and, like uh, Easter eggs. Yeah, and then uh, during Weekend Update, um, Pete Davidson ended his appearance uh, by saying, I'm very grateful to be here, and it's been an honor to go up, grow up in front of you guys. So, oh, wow. 2014. 2014 is when Pete Davidson first started. Oh, yeah, wow. so it sounded like they were all saying goodbye. That's Seven years. But that's Good that's a big crater in yeah. that show. Yeah. Huge. Those are all big names. Keenan Thompson, A.D. Bryant, Cicely Strong, Kate McKinnon, and Pete Davidson. Like, that's that's a full is, recast. Who else is left? That's like the dark days of SNL. Remember when Robert Downey Jr. was a cast member on SNL for a minute? I do not. Yeah. He was? Yeah. Robert Iron Man. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong about this. I don't Iron think Man I'm wrong. Iron Man was, a, was think, on SNL? I think he did one season. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Hold on here. Let me just, let me, R-D-J-S-N-L. SNL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on here. 85 to 86. What's that? 1985 to 86. Yeah, 85 to 86. Robert Downey Jr. was a cast member on Saturday Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Here's some other names that you may not remember from SNL. Um, Anthony Michael Hall. What? Yeah, he was a cast member the same year Robert Downey Jr. was. Oh, Which I believe was around the same time they did Weird Science. Yeah. Which is weird, right? Yeah. uh, Jenny Slate, we all know her. Uh, Martin Short was a cast member of SNL. Yes, I know that. Harry Shear was a cast member of SNL. Who's Harry Shear? He does again? all the voices for like The Simpsons. 
Oh, that's where I know the name. Yeah. Okay. Um, Not the face. Janine Garofalo was a cast member. Chris Rock. We all remember Chris Rock yes. was a cast member. Uh, Michael McKeon was a cast member. He was in all those Waiting for Guffman movies and Spinal Tap and all that stuff. Okay. Uh, Christopher Guest was also a, a cast member. Uh, Julie Louis-Dreyfus was a cast member. What? Elaine? Yeah. No, she wasn't. Yes, she was. Elaine was a cast member. Uh, 82 to 85, Julie Louis-Dreyfus was a cast member of Saturday Night Live. Wow. Yeah. That's a long time. Um, Lori Metcalf. Lori Metcalf. From Roseanne. Roseanne's sister. Oh, yeah. 1981, Lori Metcalf was, uh, oh. was a cast member. Randy Quaid was a cast member. Uh, Joan Cusack, John Cusack's sister. Yeah. Uh, 1985, she was part of that whole RDJ, Anthony Michael Hall run, The Dark oh, Days. wow. Gilbert Godfrey was an actual cast member in 1980 of SNL. Billy Crystal, we all know that. Sarah Silverman was a cast member of SNL. Did not know Damon that. Wayans was a cast member of SNL. Wait, what? Damon Wayans? 85 to 86, that same year with Robert Downey Jr., he was on in Living Color. That year, that year was he wasn't on Living Color then. No, no, so no. That, that year, was that, the 90s. that eighty, that eighty-five to eighty-six season of SNL was full of just people who did one year and then went That's off and did other stuff. It's like they brought all these people in and then uh, and then cleared the place for one season. Ben Stiller was a cast member of SNL in nineteen eighty-nine. Shocking. He didn't even last a full year. Really? He didn't last one full season. He did like a couple episodes and then uh, bailed and moved to Los Angeles. Wow. Isn't that crazy? I had no idea. I'm looking at pictures of Ben Stiller on there. And then, of course, Robert, like Dan kid, Rob yeah, Rob Robert Downey Jr., 1985 to 1986. Wow. Roz and Mocha Q&A. Hello, Giancarlo. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. Hey, good morning. How are you guys? What's good, buddy. On? How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you. Cool. What's your question? If you guys were given... $25,000, and you had to double it at the casino. Oh, God. Yeah. What what table would you go to? Oh, and you God. can't leave with the original amount or anything in between. It has to be zero or 50000 Gotcha. Huh. So gotcha. you're either losing it all or you, you're doubling it. Exactly. Um, and is it only table games? Like, we can't be sitting at, like, a casino. Um, we can't be sitting at a, at a slot machine and then hope to hit a jackpot. Sure, of course you could. I mean, yeah, but why okay. would you want to do that? Because yeah. you said in your question, which table are you? Well, because nobody would say to, slot right? machine. Yeah. What's that? I love playing the penny slots. No, but you can't. You're either you either have to leave it with it doubled or zero. Mm. But you right? could play max bet on the penny slots. Yeah, and but you could double it. No, but you're you have to start playing the odds when you're in a when you're in a casino. You have to figure out which tables offer the best mm. odds i think that i think blackjack is around i'm trying to think of what the odds are it's like 46 or 47 percent uh craps is if if you're i think craps is around the same thing but geez man like roulette right is 50 50 mm -hmm. like are you allowed to go over that your the amount that you double or because with slots that's a tricky thing right because every slot machine has a the jackpot that you could potentially win, and right. it may be more than your doubling of twenty five grand, right? It may be more than that fifty thousand dollar tap. Yeah, true. True. Um, uh, let's let's just say let's just say if you get to that point of where it is doubled, you got to walk out, uh, okay. right? Like let's just let's just say that you have to reach that amount. Yeah, got to you got to you got to reach fifty thousand. Um, geez, I, for I, me, I'm going blackjack because that's the only game that I play. Yeah. At the tables, and I have to stay at the same table. Like I can't make enough to to then go to like the high roller table and place uh, even bigger bets to 
get to that sure that dollar amount quicker? Sure, I, I imagine you could. If you're sticking with blackjack, then you can yeah. stick okay, with I'm blackjack. Doing, I'm doing blackjack. You're doing blackjack, huh? Yeah, yeah it's tough though. It's tough. I know. You, I've go, been, you I've, go on one bad run, and you're, you're. I've been fortunate enough to have been lucky, and I'm not the best blackjack player. Yeah, but I've been lucky enough that in the times that I have played in Vegas, yeah. I've I've won. Like I gotta figure this out here. A substantial amount of money. What is, what's your answer, Giancarlo? Um, so I would actually avoid blackjack. Yeah, so would I. I think me. so too. Yeah, just because there's other people involved. Right, uh, and he, and you could lose a lot quicker, right? Oh, uh, depends. I would look at the fifty-fifty odds. That's I mean, a, yeah. So I might just look at something like putting it all on black or red. You know. Now, would you have to if I went in with twenty-five grand? Right? Is that what you said? I'm going in with. Yeah. Yeah. If I go in with twenty-five grand. Do, if I walk over to a roulette table, do I have to put all twenty-five grand down on black at once, or can I do it little bit by little bit? You can do it like little by yeah. little. I would yeah. just go. For yeah, it all. I, I'm going because I don't think that. I mean, I know that it's a game of chance. Yeah. But the the I the odds at a roulette table, which is fifty-fifty, I think beat any other table's odds of winning. Mm-hmm. So if you want the best shot at winning, you may have to go 50-50 because if you sit at a blackjack table, we all know other people can screw you up. You can go on a bad run. If you're not like if if you're just playing at like I could I can't guarantee a win with my skill level at blackjack. Like right. I'm not a counter. I don't know, like, I don't know those things. I don't know the rules. So if you're giving it to me with no time to prep, I'm going 50-50, and I'm, go- I'm walking over to the roulette table. Okay, so and you just and throw, John just throw money are on. roulette. Yeah. Dan Mori is penny slots. That's right. Yes. And I'm saying blackjack. You're saying I once blackjack. won $300 on yeah. a penny slot machine. How much did you put into the machines before that, though? $80. $80. So you won how Pretty much? Good. Less than $300. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I, and don't get me wrong. I like slot machines. I like sitting around socializing with friends, Same. having a drink. But you're never going to win anything on slots. Yeah. Right? You just, you, I just keep, I, I only play to just keep sitting when I'm at a slot machine because it's social. It's Have fun. you ever played the fun ones like the, the Ghostbusters one or the Mariah Carey yeah, one? Yeah, I sit. Those no, are fun. Yeah, I'm not interested in that. I usually oh, find. the gimmicky ones? Yeah. I played the Sons of Anarchy one in... Vegas, yeah, and I won two something. I think it was like two grand, right, or something like that. Yeah. I love when it does its special thing. Well, you gotta, and you gotta to pick things. You gotta watch out on those penny slots, though, because oftentimes those penny slots, the only way to win anything on a slot machine is to hit max bet, right? Yeah, you have but, to. But you sit mm-hmm. down at a penny slot, and the max bet is a buck fifty. I know, right? Like, yeah. it, so it's not it's not a penny slot; it's a dollar fifty slot. Yeah, but you also have to know you, that you have to sit on an aisle seat oh, where there's go. high traffic because they want the bell to ring and draw attention That's, okay sure you i don't know what you watched man <laughs> where you get your information conspiracy from theories on yeah YouTube. i know oh, and i don't know how to play craps either because no. we don't have no because there was for forever there was no i don't even think are we sell we allowed to have craps in in which in one's this that? Province? What is that Canada? Game? I have dice, no idea. Dice. There was there, we had a weird rule with casinos in when they when they started to allow casinos to be open, which is you could have all the table games, just no dice. Oh, which well, was I weird. Why. I don't know why. I oh. don't know. I don't know why. Interesting. Um, but they there do was have craps. there was a no dice rule for a long time. Oh, in this, but they in this do, province. John Carlo. Yeah, I used to work at a casino as a dealer. So, but but you um, know, but you know, for for a lot of years there was no dice, right? Well, I mean, it was only like a few years ago, so. Yeah. Um, maybe back in the day. Uh, well, don't make yeah. me sound old. I'm just <laughs> maybe like to, maybe more to... than five years ago. Yeah, it was more than five years ago. So, what do you uh, what do you deal at the casino? Are you like multiple games, or you specialize in one in one area? 
Uh, so they train you on uh, like multiple games. I like I was only there for a brief time, so I was okay. only blackjack. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's why I would avoid it too, just because the too many factors with other players. Um, you know, people who are serious about playing by the book or people who don't, and then they just freak out constantly. So huh. uh, now, are you one of those nice? dealers where no. you oh, oh really no. so you're by the books you won't even help a player out you're not supposed to technically no you can Jeez. you could like suggest it like or like kind of ask them like are you sure yeah. like you want to hit on something but you can't you can't give them advice at all really, like huh? if they if they go to um like to, to to pass right but you know that maybe they should hit yeah, it's it's constantly. Or if they like, hit, or you and you know that they should pass. Like, would you be like, uh, "Are you sure?" Because I mean, that's happened to me a couple times yeah. where I'm like, "Hit," and they're like, "Are you absolutely oh, yeah. sure?" Yeah, yeah. You like when I was on the table, I would always make sure because like, I've had guys hit on nineteen. I'm like, "Are you sure?" Oh and, no! Geez. And the other and the other people on the table are freaking out. I'm like, and I have to deal the card because to the cameras. He's tapping. Yeah. He's tapping yeah. more than once. So I have to do that. You got a so. deal. And then, that, um, and then that two comes up and he's like, see, told yeah. you. <laughs> it's never a two. Or splitting tens. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. Risky, risky. All right, John Carlo. Thanks so much, brother. No problem. Have a great day, guys. You too. Later. I miss casinos. I haven't been to a casino in a real long time, no, man. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, I miss the buffets they have there. Yeah. Yeah, I had one of the greatest burger monstrosities that I've ever had in my life at a casino. Yeah? So it was a burger, and it wasn't on a hamburger bun. It was like big, thick toast. Like, imagine a loaf of bread. Like, you know the size of, like, a piece of bread, right? Uh -huh. Imagine that, but, like, 15% bigger on all the way around. It was like a big piece of bread. Okay. And I think it was called the 4x4 four four or something like that, but it went, it went Texas toast, burger patty, cheese... Bacon, Texas toast, burger patty, cheese, bacon, Texas toast, burger patty, cheese, bacon, Texas toast, burger patty, cheese, bacon. The whole thing was stacked up like a cake. Where? In Vegas? In Vegas, yeah. Yeah, it was at a... Uh, How a, do you even put that in your mouth? You don't. You had to use a fork and knife, and I just literally... What I managed to eat of this yeah. was I put my fork and knife on the top corner, and I cut all the way down like I was cutting a cake, and I ate the one whole corner off the entire burger, and yeah. that was it. That really? was all. That was all I could manage to eat Bruh. because it was so huge. Why didn't thing, you take the bread out and just eat the patty? Because it was just too much at that point. Then you're just trying to work your way through a whole bunch of meat. <laughs> I know, I know, Maury. This sounds like your ultimate Vegas weekend. But, but for me, I was, I was started to sweat after the first bite. But it was everything was on big thick toast, and we ordered them. And no, you didn't. Nobody had a camera with them because nobody had cameras then. This was in the '90s. But um, it was incredible. It was at a hotel that used to be there called the Imperial Palace, oh, which yeah. is which doesn't exist anymore. Uh -huh. The Imperial Palace. Um, but it was like crazy. If you ate it, did you get it for free? Is it one of those deals? No, no, not at all. You so paid for it. Why'd you order it? Because how you have to. Right? Yeah, Hold you got to order stuff like that every now and then. There's a place in Vegas called the Heart Attack Grill. Yeah. Okay? Oh, wow. It says here um, some of the items include the single, the double, the triple, or the quadruple, all the way up to the 
Octuple Bypass Hamburger. Oh, yeah, I've seen this place. Ranging from 8 to 32 ounces of beef. Yeah. Up to 8,000 calories. Yeah. All you can eat flatliner fries cooked <laughs> in pure lard. <laughs> Beer, uh, tequila, and they also got butterfat milkshakes. Yeah. Oh, can, no you, can you believe that this place is allowed to open? Oh, like they, they packed all the time. It packed all the time. Uh, customers can also order unfiltered cigarettes or candy cigarettes for yeah yeah <laughs> um <laughs> vegas was the first vegas was the first place where i ever went into a mcdonald's in vegas and yeah. there was a handmade sign at the counter that said um uh if you don't want supersized fries in a drink you must tell us otherwise we'll assume oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. so because yeah. here in most places with mcdonald's the fries if you order just a regular combo, it comes with medium fries. Yes. No, there, everything came with supersized. And if you didn't want supersized, you had to tell them to downgrade your order. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. But it was like, it was, a, it was a handmade sign. It was the greatest thing I'd ever That's seen. That's amazing. Yeah. They're so fat in USA, I was, USA. Uh, I was at a place called, years ago, uh, the Saddle Ranch on Sunset Boulevard. Uh -huh. and it's been in a whole bunch of TV shows and stuff yeah. like that. And they have the mechanical bull and, and everything else, right? Um, and I was there the night before, and we were all drinking. And it was right across the street from the hotel. And so I walked across the afternoon, the next afternoon to just grab lunch and sit on the patio because it was beautiful out. And it was winter, winter here. And I was alone on the patio. And it was when it was the moment where I saw the most American thing I'd ever seen before. So I was sitting alone at a table and then this family came up. It's very American looking, yeah. right? Like, like large family. Uh -huh. Okay. <laughs> like biggins, right? Yeah. Biggins, thick. Uh -huh. And uh, I sat at the table and I watched these three people sit at the table next to me and they were going over the menu and over the menu and like just everything and debating and all of this stuff. And the, the portions in this place are astronomical, right? They're like big oval plates, like yeah. metal oval plates. Like the, the portions are huge. And this is the first time I ever heard somebody say this. So the waiter came over and the guy had the menu in his hand, right? And the guy looked at the waiter and went, all right, I'm going to start with the double cheeseburger. <laughs> No. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and yeah. And I was just like, oh my God. Right? I'm, like, I'm like, that is too much food. And then their 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 table was just it looked like a buffet on yeah. their table. But I never heard somebody say, I'm gonna start with the double cheeseburger. <laughs> it was crazy. That was the most American thing I'd ever experienced. Uh Marissa says here, what would your occupation be if you followed your childhood dreams? Like, what did I want to be when I was a kid? Like you're like a dream dream? Like like wrestler? Like, sure, I wanted to be a wrestler, and then I also wanted to be, like, a, I wanted to be Conan the Barbarian's son. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wanted to be. Yeah, I wanted to be, like, a rock star. I wanted to be, um, what else did I want to be? Really, I, I think at one point I wanted to be a saxophone player, but I, oh, had, yeah. no, but I had no interest in saxophone. Uh -huh. I just thought it looked cool because it's what Rob, uh, Rob Lowe played in uh, St. Elmo's Fire. Um, I don't know, but yeah, any of those like wrestler, rock star, I never wanted to be a doctor. I never uh -huh. wanted to be a race car driver. None of those sure. things. I wanted to Just... be an astronaut or you a did, wrestler. Huh? Yeah. Or wow. a wrestler or a, um, professional skateboarder. But even back then, I didn't think that professional skateboarder was like a real thing. Mm -hmm. I saw, I watched back to the future yeah. and I saw Marty McFly ride a skateboard and I'm like, oh, I could probably yeah, yeah, do that yeah. as a career. Yeah, for sure, for sure. More? I mean, when I was a kid, radio was always, I used to imitate the radio people. And, right. But before that, the only other thing was detective because I was like obsessed with Get Smart. <laughs> so I went from 
detective yeah. because I loved his hair. Right. Um, to of course radio. you did. Yeah. And I wanted his hair cut so bad. You still thought you were straight then, huh? But all, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, all, all the cool things that you could have loved get, get smart about, yeah. right? All the gadgets, like, just everything. Yeah. More, more is like, yeah, I wanted to be a detective because the guy in Get Smart had great hair. <laughs> and I asked my dad. I begged my dad to let me get Maxwell Smart's haircut, and he refused. What was Maxwell Smart's haircut? It's just a there? basic haircut, but it's really short and kind of just, uh, I guess, Squared off almost, you could yeah. say. And why did your dad refuse? He said it looked it's expensive, just too... I bet. No, no, my no. dad just said it's uh, that's an older man's haircut. And oh, you're a young man. So oh. I don't want to get you an older man's haircut. Right. Huh. You're yeah. a boy. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. And now you have that older man haircut. Yeah. To <laughs> 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 so go along with the older man, everything else. But uh, similar to, to what you were saying, Maury, about like being on the radio, childhood dream. Like when I was 16, like all, everything else that I had thought of, like yeah. as a kid growing up, yeah. oh, I would like to do this. I would like to do this. Right. Mm-hmm. When I was 16, I knew I wanted to be on the radio. Right. Like this was the only job But what job about when me. you were younger? What about when you were nine? When I, no, what about I was when you were 11? When oh, I was like yeah. eight. Yeah. Like what eight about when nine? you were 11? Oh, yeah. Like wrestler. And wrestler. Yeah. Rapper. Porno star, all this stuff. No, no. Okay, no. I didn't think that. Did no. you? What? Yeah. At that of age, of course I did. Yeah, yeah. I thought that would be the greatest life in the world. <laughs> maybe a little. Maybe yeah. Eleven. I guess about eleven. And I thought that if you were going to be an adult film star, you had to have sex with women. Right. Because that's all I saw back then in my dad's drawer. Right. You didn't know that there was boy on boy stuff. No, I out thought there, so. Right? I, I thought like, well, I don't want to do that because yeah. you have to be with a woman. It's really there. That wasn't it. Like I remember. I God, I remember. I remember the first time I um, went into our corner store. Like when I was younger, the first time I saw a gay magazine in the porno uh, in the porno rack up top. Well, they were usually sealed, like in plastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, they were just uh, they did, they were just up top. But yeah, I just saw a, it was all like it was like was it the X Y? It, it was, was like blonde, 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 and then like at the very top, you just saw like a guy right with like yeah. a mustache, and I was like, what in the <laughs> hell's that? Right, and then you realize that it was like a, it was a it was a man i man magazine but that was the first time i ever saw a gay magazine it was the first oh. probably the first time i ever saw a gay person that i knew of that i knew was was yeah, gay yeah yeah. yeah 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 for sure it was on the cover of a magazine and then i don't know how but i started getting international mail sent to the house which was what? so international mail i told you about this international mail used to be it was a clothing catalog it was a ma- oh, it was M-A-L-E. i was yes. thinking m a i l too no no no, like no. International, no. Mail. no <laughs> international mail okay was a it was a you it was a clothing catalog like consumers distributing or anything else right and you would place your order on a thing in the back and then send it in with a check and then they would send you these clothes i don't know how or what my old man or mom or whatever signed up to at some point, but we started getting these catalogs, international mail sent to the house and international mail. I would go through it and I was just like, Oh my God, because the clothes were so cool and so rock star. It was like mesh shirts and like jean shorts and like leather jackets and everything else. And then years later, like I used to keep them, uh-huh. right? Like stacks of them because I was like, these were like my fashion inspirations. Like every, <laughs> everything was like so great in it, right? And then years later, I found out that International Mail was at the time in like the early 80s, mid 80s, I guess. Um, they were exclusively selling clothes to gay men. Oh, really? And it was, hey, look right now, look at look, Google right now, international mm, mail catalog, 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 even still. international mail catalog. Listen, 
when I Google do, that, do me, do me a favor and do that, okay? You need to know what I'm talking about. I know, but Google remembers this stuff. I, right? Don't worry about so it. So when I'm searching nah, like nah, other nah. stuff, yeah, you know the banners fine. that come up on the side. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're gonna be fine. <sighs> What's the worst that can happen? You're gonna be fine. Inter- International Mail Catalog. Catalog. Okay. okay, and you tell me, you tell me what you see if you don't see the greatest clothes you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> wow right yo look at this andy sandberg looking dude <laughs> yeah exactly yes it's like a silk shirt with yeah, a silk that, tie that's that's you got to go with the old ones though go find the the old retro hold on here, here. like this one what's that yeah that <laughs> that with the tank top yeah and- look at that guy's mesh tank top right <laughs> with a rope around his neck and a cowboy hat <clears throat> That still have is, the magazines? I know. I don't know what happened to them at all. International Mail Retro. Yeah, no, but these were like, oh, look at this beautiful mauve jumpsuit. <laughs> Here, look at this. Look at this, Maury. Look at this. Oh, right? How did you not assume that was for gay men? Because this is what, this was just what men looked like, right? I didn't assume anybody was gay. Yeah. I didn't know any difference. This guy looks like a lion. I also had a toy that I swear to God was a gay gay action figure that uh, that nobody told you about. Okay. How did, why? What made you think that? Well, because uh, years later, I just, I, I was like, was that a gay toy that they just snuck in on boys that didn't tell us what he was What was the gay? name of the character? His character, he was Big Jim. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now Google Big Jim. You don't remember, no. you don't remember <laughs> Big Jim? Definitely not Googling Big Jim on my work computer. I will. Big Jim action figure. Okay. So here, look. Look. (laughs) Okay, look at... at, Okay, so Big Jim came with no shirt and and, uh, fluorescent orange um, things. But look at all his friends. (laughs) Right? So Big Jim's friends... So Big Jim's friends, right, come with uh, denim vests, no shirt, and jean shorts. Jorts. Okay, but look at all his other friends. Look at all his other friends, right? Every none of them came with a shirt. They were all and I and I'm, I started and oh and also the thing that I never got because they never sold it here was the uh, big G, big Jim. He didn't kick ass or anything like that. I think one of his friends might have had a samurai sword. Yeah. But other than that, Big Jim only and the only thing I wanted, the only accessory I wanted was his camper van <laughs> that you could buy. It was so what, yeah. Big Jim just parties. Yeah, Big Jim sports camper. Yeah, <laughs> and it was brown. And and yeah, and all Big Jim did was party with the other with his other dudes. <laughs> and and then I started thinking years later, I was like, God, was Big Jim gay? Like, and I think he had an Australian friend, but again, just brown shorts and a cowboy hat. And I think he had an Indian friend and like everything else. But yeah, Big Jim was definitely. So when girls came over, did they play with Big Jim with you? Uh, no, I didn't play action figures with. Uh, oh yeah, okay. And then Big Jim's friend, the black guy. Yeah. His name was Big Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even lying. I'm not even lying. Sham, come here. Take a look at this. Tell me. You, no, you tell. You, did you have? Did you have Big Jack when you were a kid? <laughs> look at this. Look at this. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Google Big Jack. <laughs> and then there was Big Jeff. What? There was just like a big crew? <laughs> it was the big crew. Oh yeah, my there, God. Was, there was Big Jack and Big Jim and Big Jeff. Hold on, let me see if I can find another one here. Big Josh. Big Josh <laughs> was the one in the jorts with the jean sweater. <laughs> a jean sweater? Uh, like a jean vest. He had jorts and a jean vest. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. So they're all part of the big crew. Yeah. And then uh, I think there was one guy who came with a falcon on his arm named Karzak. 
Wow. He's foreign. <laughs> Not Big Karzak? <laughs> Not Big Karzak, no. Anyway, there we go. Uh, Emily says here, is an emoji a punctuation? No. Do you put a period on it? Can you use it mid-sentence? What is the proper emoji etiquette? Uh, well, I don't use emojis, so you guys got to take this one. Yeah, Maury? I would say emojis can absolutely be punctuation. Yeah, I agree. I mean, especially considering there are punctuation emojis. Mm-hmm. But I never put, like, a period after an emoji. I'll use the emoji uh, and then carry on. Like, the, the, the emoji is the... Punctuation. The end, I right? think, and the emoji can set the tone for how you want people to read what you're saying as well. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I guess so. I I I, I don't know. Look, like you I don't gotta take the old rules and throw them out the window. There's a new way of looking <laughs> can, at can things. Can I just say now. can I say that Big what? Jim, the other thing I forgot? Oh my god. <laughs> Do you know what accessory he did come with? What? So again, he shipped Big Jim shipped no shoes, uh, no shirt, and he had orange neon um short shorts. Uh-huh. And his only accessory that he came with was a dumbbell. <laughs> <laughs> so he could make him work out. Uh, yo, they don't call him Big Jim for nothing. <laughs> In the van. Right? Okay, sorry. Skin um, a little dweeb. Uh, no, I, I I don't use emojis, but I will. I like emojis when people are creative with them, where they like come up with like three or four different emojis in a stretch, and then I have to sort of figure out what it is they're trying to say. It's like hieroglyphics, right? Yeah. But uh, but just like a random emoji at the end of a sentence, like when you look at Britney Spears tweets, yeah. or her Instagram posts, where. She'll say, hey, I'm celebrating. And then it's like five things of fireworks in a row. You know, the the release of my new album. And then it's like five, you know, music notes in a row. I don't like that use yeah. of emojis at all. That's yeah. what everybody uses them for. You know, yeah, I know. But I don't like that. Uh, big, big Jim would have used them. Uh, true that. Tixiana writes this. Would you rather only be able to shower once a week, but you can brush your teeth every day, or only be able to brush your teeth once a week and shower every day. Mm-hmm. I'd rather shower every day, guaranteed. I would also rather shower every day. Yeah, you can do other stuff with your with your teeth. Yeah. I would I would shower every day, you 100%. You can chew gum, you can use mouthwash, mm-hmm. yeah. um, but I'm picking the shower option. Yeah. Okay, last question comes to us from Parna. And this is, I assume that maybe Parna was in this situation and didn't know how to react because it is very specific. Okay. Say you were at a party and you stepped away from the main event room and walked into an empty room for some quiet time mm-hmm. when suddenly a couple barged in, all hot and heavy. Would you hide somewhere? Would you let them finish and then leave? Or would you try to sneak out while they were, quote, distracted? I would make my presence known as soon as they walked into the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then just be on my way. I I'm, would just I'm, walk right out. I'm not lying under the coats. Well, somebody goes to... Yeah, whether they knew that I was there or not, yeah. I would still just make my way to the Wouldn't... exit and not say anything at all. Yeah. Because the way it reads, like, wouldn't they walk in and see you there? Like, you're not hiding before they get in. Let's say let's say there's a ruckus mm-hmm. and you see them before they see you. Do you then hide in the corner so they don't see you? Is Do it? You... Say, can I say it depends on what they look like? Sure, if that's important to you. Because I Why? mean... Well, because what if you want to have a bit of it? Like, what if they're good looking? And you're like, I'll and stay you, and watch. And you just want to watch? You <laughs> are such so a pervert, weird. Man. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. So you would stay and watch? If Look, it was two men, right? If it was two, like, hot guys, yeah, not, I'm going it, nowhere. So, like, if Big Jim and Big Jack, yeah. okay? You know, stump, <laughs> no, wasn't there, like, stump, another stump, one, Big Chad or big, something? Big Josh. Yeah. Big Josh, that's the one I like. <laughs> okay, so, so the three of them yeah. walk into this room, yeah. right? All yeah. hot and heavy. You know, I'm staying to watch, but I might knock something over in hopes that they'll be like, oh, hey, what are you doing there? 
You know? Nobody and would what, ever say that. More people what, would come scream. Join us? Yeah, <laughs> you live in a fantasy world, I know, man. Big time. So, like in this fantasy, you're not married, right? To watch? Why? Do, why? What's wrong? No, with no, no, no. But you knock okay, something over, here. so then they notice you. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just say this: If you I'm can... still married and I'm stuck in the room, I could easily be like, I couldn't get out. Hold on. I you just wow. brought, you just brought up something <laughs> you just brought up something very telling and 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 somewhat interesting which is you said Mocha said but you're still married and you said what to watch so so <laughs> okay. okay so <laughs> I understand maybe you know it's a getting jealous if somebody's watching on like a computer screen mm-hmm. you know on some website whatever you know if somebody gets jealous over that that's a bit of an overreaction absolutely but are agree. you saying that Matthew should have no problem if you watch two people live in the same room? But no, but if I can't get out. But what if I am texting him going, I'm stuck in this room. But that's not what you said. Oh, like if I was hiding, no. Mocha said, and you're still married. And you were like, what, just to watch? No, if I'm still like married was... and I can't get out, I could text Matthew being like, here's the situation. No, 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 no. Also, you, you 45 chose, seconds ago, you, you just... chose to not get out. You yeah. chose to stay and watch. And you yeah, also I'm telling said. You what I would say. Yeah, you said that I would tell Matthew that I couldn't get out. Yes, but is it cheating to watch in the flesh? Interesting question. Do you want me to answer now or wait? I sort of know your answer because you've already answered it. You don't think it is cheating to watch in the flesh. And you also said... No, but let me me put it to you this way. If you set up something in advance, like you signed up for some sort of, you know, group meetup or something, and you were going there with the intentions of watching... I think that's cheating. But if you happen to be at a party in another room Mm -hmm. and it was, you know, it just sort of happened. It snowballed. The effect snowballed. And there you're in the same room as these people. It wasn't planned in advance. How is that cheating? Words, 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 words. Yeah, big time. (laughs) Wait, are you talking about like your participation in this? Like if, if, if you didn't plan in advance to watch and it just stumbled upon you, mm-hmm. uh-huh. I don't know how that's cheating. And then what if they did say, hey, who are you, little fella? Yeah, why don't you come sit on Big Jack's lap? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then it's cheating. Right. Okay, but it's not cheating to just watch. If it's not planned in advance. So <laughs> is, it, is, it, <laughs> is it still murder if I wake up and I don't plan to kill anyone, but then at some point in the day... The series of events happen where I end up killing someone. That's wholly different. You murdered somebody, uh, but you didn't. If you watched somebody being murdered, on you know it wasn't planned. Enough, if you spontaneously <laughs> watched a murder, mm-hmm. he brought up murder, not me. Don't look <laughs> at me like that. Yeah, yeah, if you spontaneously ahead. watched a murder, you mm-hmm. did not commit the murder. Right, but what if you don't tell anybody about it? You still didn't commit the murder. But, but what are you not complicit if you didn't tell somebody about it? So what you're saying. Mm. Is and what mm. you're saying is is that if Mocha tells somebody, it's better than not telling. No, somebody. what I'm saying is that you have very relaxed rules on what is cheating. But you have judgy eyes cheating. right now. Yeah, yeah, because you you have the we say one scenario of two people coming into a room and you immediately put this together of like you hiding in a corner and then you you're just watching them and then they look at you and they're like, hey, why don't you come and join us? And you casually like it becomes a whole thing for you. I'm just answering like the it, question. I, but it becomes, I didn't write the question. But the question was, how do you get out of the room? Not how do no, you the join question in? Is, do you do you leave the room or stay in the <laughs> room? Both wrong. Right? I said like immediately yeah, we would just but, walk out. Guys, I'm in here. Yeah. Room's yours. I'm out. <laughs> Maury's like, what do they look like? 
are they hot? I just want to know what, you know, what. I'm going to tell decor? Matthew I couldn't escape. Okay, yeah, I couldn't escape. I had to but join. But you had the answers right away I, for I, everything. There was two of them. What was I supposed to do? Right? If I leave, I might ruin what's going on between them. Mm. What do you I care? Wanna, no, but I, what if that's true love? I don't want to break that up. Yeah. What oh if that's their God. moment? Right. The excuses from uh, this guy. Ma- Matthew, don't don't worry. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything to. Th- I let them do all the things to me. It was just <laughs> like I I didn't cheat. They were too strong. Uh, yeah, they were too strong. <laughs> Big John, he had that one yeah. dumbbell with him. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. You don't know. Okay, so I'll leave. Is that what you want to hear? It's not what I want to hear. It's what... <laughs> and he's so disappointed in saying that, I too, know. right? Yeah. Fine, Fine, I guess I'll leave. Okay. Fine, I guess I leave. Jeez. I mean, you are so, you are so unhappy. <laughs> I'll leave unwillingly. You are so unhappy, man. It's crazy. Oh, find us on Instagram, at Kiss925. This is where we get the questions from for Ask Razamoka. And thank you for listening. This has been the Razamoka Show podcast. Also, what, you know what? You know what's, you know what's really interesting? about this too is that I know that Maury wouldn't just be going into an into an empty room at a party to just cool off and get some pee. You'd be going into Snoop. That's that's the worst part of all this is that before two strangers go in and get busy on your bed, yeah. Maury's been looking through all your stuff. <laughs> yeah. Right? Guys, I know where the condoms are, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.